Hello, this is Randy, and what you're about to listen to is the EMG Radio live streaming podcast that I did with Space Disc Jockey this last week or so. We tried a new setup with Google Plus streaming out to YouTube, and the audio quality was pretty poor. Now, what I did for this podcast is I pulled uh, the microphone feeds off of that video, so the sound quality is a little rough. I tried to beef up the volumes, equal it out a little bit. And then I went ahead and spliced in the higher quality versions of the songs. So the song should sound pretty good. And then I also edited out a lot of the awkward silences because we're off to kind of a rough start as often is the case when I try to do a live show. But aside from all that, I think uh, it edited down to a pretty decent episode. So enjoy. Can you beatbox for a minute? Like, can you like freestyle? Womp, 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 womp. Excellent. No. <laughs> no, but I can try to talk. I can talk nonsense. I'm kind of good at that. Except for when I really need to, which is probably right now. <laughs> Today I'm here with Space Disc Jockey in the first of what is hopefully many uh, special live shows. Um, how's it going today, Space Disc Jockey? I am here and I am awake. That's the very least we could ask. Um, so today we are going to be playing, and I'll be talking to you a bit about, um, we'll be playing the remix tracks from your Super Producer Remix Contest. Um do you want to talk a little bit about what that what that is, the Super Producer Remix Contest? Sure thing. I have a new album coming out, and basically for this album, I wanted a special track where I have kind of stems that I would share online, and anybody could submit a quote-unquote remix. The thing is, the winner of the remix contest, that will be the actual version of the track. There's about five artists who have submitted tracks, and it's rough. They're all very good. So I'm trying my best to fit all five tracks onto the album. Be they bonus tracks, there's going to be one winner for sure. But I want to put the other four, uh, how do you call it, non-winners on there. And they're probably going to be alternate universe super producers. Alternate universe super producers, I like that concept. Um, so you got five tracks total. Correct. Uh, oh man, these live shows. <laughs> This is going to be a little rough, man. It's been a while since we did a live show. So what's the name of the album this will be on? Uh, the album is called Versus. And the theme, as you would call it, is that every track is a uh, 
nemesis, villain, uh, partner in crime situation. And it tells the story of a small part of Space Disc Jockey. Each track is going to have a visual cover. I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to just jump right like right into songs, or how do you want to host this? Um, that's a pretty fu- fucking. That's a good question. I should know this already, but we're just kind of winging it. <clears throat> I figured we'd play. We'd play a song, and we can either talk about the track before or after. I know on some of the remixes, we're not going to have a lot to say, and I'm sure you don't want to, like, as in, um, you, that music is really fucking with my head, man. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, music should fuck with your head. It should, but it's distracting at this moment. Um... But I figured we could talk a little bit about them. Obviously, my remix, I could... I don't know what the fuck I'd say, but I'll talk a little bit about remixing it. And you well, probably perhaps you could much. correct me. Perhaps you could educate me. I have five artists. I have an order I want to play them in. Uh, the first I have the most trouble with. Is it uh, Thaumiel Sonazaki? Oh, that's... Yeah, Tomiel Sonazaki. It's Tomiel Sonazaki. Yeah, it's kind of the harder T on it, the Tamiel Sanazaki. It's like a cross between, like, Icelandic God and then Japanese. It does, it's hard to roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably where his influences came from. Which, before we get to that, uh, I guess a slight spot of news that popped in my head. Last episode we did um, the first half of the interview with Daniel of Tamiel Sanazaki. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do the second half of that next episode, since this is kind of a special episode that we wanted to throw out live um, while you're kind of evaluating the remix tracks. Is that... Say screw it, we could go ahead and play the track. Is that the first one you're going to play? Sure thing. Uh, I guess they're all called uh, the Super Producer. So, first off, we have... uh, (laughs) Was it uh, Tamiel Sonazaki? Yes, Tamiel Sanazaki. Here we go.
is the first remix for the super producer. I enjoyed that, man. That's uh, I have a feeling the remixes, and this is kind of a cool experiment on its own. The remixes will vary quite a bit. They're all extremely different. It kind of made me think of how to approach the album. I heard these remixes, and then I went back to the album that I have in progress, and I'm like, I gotta up my game a little bit. I was gonna say I was warned on Twitter to be oh. aware of this because it's a Cyberman. You're a Cyberman. Doctor Who. Cyberman. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. This is brutal. Yeah, let's go to track two. What's next? Okay, track two. Why we say autonomy? Yeah, that's, that's about correct. right. All right. Then if that's correct, we have autonomy. Super producer remix.
That was Autonome, the Super Producer Remix. I like that. I knew going into this when I was doing my remix that um, there was going to be, and I said it, I've said it online many times, there's going to be a lot of stiff competition. I'm not expecting... The hard part is they're all extremely different takes on it, so it's a very tough decision. They're all different styles. Yeah, you can't even break it down to, and not that it would necessarily be appropriate as, like, one's better than the other, but, yeah, they're, like, it seems so far that knowing my track and then theirs, um, it's like a different mood and atmosphere brought to each track. The reason I want to put all five on the album, no matter what, is that it might come down to how it fits into the album. And they're all great. And I don't want to say this one is the best. It's more so this one fits the best. Do you want to talk at all about um, the comic book concept along with it? Right. We have a our comic book, me and an artist, Alma Radike, we're working on, that's going to be a 24-page uh, art comic book. There is going to be a comic book cover for each of the tracks. So uh, track one is called Space Disc Jockey is the artist. The album is Versus. The title is King of the Wicker People. So the first one is a comic book cover, and it's Space Disc Jockey versus King of the Wicker People. And for each track, we have that Space Disc Jockey versus, and it's like a new nemesis. And the other 12 pages are going to be random art pieces, musings, maybe stories, kind of inspired by The Watchmen, where it's not just a straight comic book panel for panel. Yeah, I love that concept. And other than being featured, well, I'm kind of a remix whore as it is, but other than being featured on the album, the idea of having your likeness captured into the, in, in the comic book was also appealing. Uh, when Everyone's going to be in it, even the alternate universe winners. In the alternate universe, you know, somebody else might have won, and, you know, the winner is going to be featured, but everybody is going to be in it somehow. Which is awesome. I don't like declaring winners and losers in art, so... Well, especially since you, uh, you put it that way, picking one over the other, picking the, w the one that flows with the album the best is definitely the way to go, I would think. Everyone's a winner. Everybody gets a medal. We're all winners here. <laughs> now, we're kind of flying through these tracks pretty quick, but uh, what do you have? Which one's next? All right. Next up, we have one. It is by Glass. And, of course, it is the Super Producer Remix. Uh, it is by Glass. Should I uh, start it up? Yeah, I'm ex I have not heard this one. I'm super excited to hear this. Yeah, go ahead and start it up, man. All right. Here we go. This is Glass. The Super Producer Remix.
Nicholas Glass, the Super Producer Remix. Uh, I was not expecting the remixes with the vocals. I had received two submissions with vocals, and I was shocked. Because normally vocals seem something that's very uh, personal. And it's amazing that people could actually write vocals to a track that is basically a remix of sorts. Well, next up, there is a track by Control-Alt-Destroy. Yeah, I enjoyed working on this track a lot. Uh, it came together pretty quick, which is always the sign of like good source material. Sometimes it's just I get stuck on track, but this one came together real quick. This is the Control-Alt-Destroy remix of the Super Producer, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. 
was Control-Alt-Destroy with the Super Producer Remix. I hope you enjoyed that. And I do want to say, on like in defense of this <clears throat> particular broadcast of my mix and the other tracks getting played, is uh, the sound quality. We're working out issues with the sound quality, so the tracks aren't coming across, at least on my end. Maybe they'll sound different on the, the YouTube video itself, I'm sure, but the sound quality is coming across a little rough on those tracks. It could be because um, broadcast as voice and not as studio. We're not sure what's going on. Yeah, I tried to make sure it was switched over onto studio. I'll have to mess with it more again. Oh, in your, in your defense, I butchered the intro to that song. Uh, I had my headphones off, and I couldn't figure out why it was so quiet, and I kept jacking all the levels until I realized the headphones weren't on my head. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging around my neck, and they were playing, I could hear it, and I'm like, it's quiet. It's not as good the first couple times I heard it. What's going on? And it's because my headphones weren't on. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> That's why they call them headphones. And not neck phones. Exactly. That, that is a really bad joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, you're talking about... I don't know if you want to get into any of the behind-the-scenes stuff. You're talking about the turnaround on the comic book and stuff. About And I know you're not going to put any date on the album release right now. About a, What are we looking at? A couple months? I will announce as soon as it gets shipped because uh, I've had random turnarounds on projects where mm -hmm. people tell me it'll be a month and I get it back in a week and a half. But mm -hmm. based on the printer I'm talking to, once I send it, it'll be a month, a month and a half until I get it back. For the CD production, they said three days. So it's really just a hang-up on the visuals. The print media is what's going to be the big slowdown uh, turnaround area. Now, have you ever uh, put together anything like a... Is this your first time trying to put together uh, the comic book, working in that medium? I used to do flash animations and things like that in the past, and it's different because when you finish it, you just upload it. And with music... You upload it, and it's done. You put it online, or maybe if you do a, if you print a CD or whatever. But for the comic, it's kind of like when it's done, it's like it's done, but nobody can see it. You still have to wait for the company to receive the proofs. They have to print it. They have to ship it out to you. Then you put it up for sale, and then you have to ship it to people. So it's a little... It's, I've never dealt with it before, but I hope the second time around I'll have a little more experience as to how time frames work. Yeah, I found that with pretty much anything, and that's probably why I've worked with, uh, worked on music as long as so long as I have. Is it really is kind of an instant gratification type thing? I mean, it takes you however long to put together a track, and that can vary. You can hammer out a track in a day if you're really feeling the flow of it, and have mm -hmm. it out that night. And I mean, that's kind of a little speedy, but you get the point. Whereas other mediums, almost any other medium, it just takes so long. And then if you're looking at something like distribution, it's just there's so much more involved. 
the past three albums I did, I kind of, it was kind of just to get my ass in gear. I basically would say, all right, every three months I want to release a new album. And I would announce the deadline before, I would announce the release date before I even had the tracks finalized. And there was an album or two where there was like three days before it was to be released. There was still like a track that was missing. And I would have to like bust something out in an all-nighter. But for the comic, you can't really do that. It's, you know, you have it done, then you have to ship it. So it's like, that's why I don't want to announce a specific date yet, because I don't know how long it's going to take to get back. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. One thing I was thinking that I should have been doing along this whole time is we might have, we should pimp the, the remix artist. First off, your stuff, where... Um, now, you talked about this, your current releases might be going away. Do you want to mention that right. at all? Right now, everything I have is at spacediskjockey.com. I think most of them are up as YouTube videos. I like kind of having a visual element where you watch the video and there's an art piece. There's a link on there for my SoundCloud page. I think there's a link for Bandcamp, but I only have one album up there. Uh, when I release verses, you're going to have the website. I'm not sure if I'm going to release everything for free because I don't want the people who buy it feel like they're getting shorted. But you're going to have a link to YouTube. You're going to have a link to SoundCloud. And you're going to have a link to the online store where when you make the purchase, you're going to, you know, you're going to basically be buying a package and you're going to get a comic book. You're going to get a CD and you're probably going to get a couple of stickers too. And that'll all be mailed to you and you'll actually have something physical to hold in your hand. That is a sweet package plan, actually. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, if all goes well, we have, we're kind of talking about the second project. I don't want to say anything, but we have an idea. And if the comic book CD deal works well, we have something else lined up to start working on right away. Just to recap on what we've played so far and pimp their addresses, because i got most of them memorized. That's all you. Yeah, that's fine. The first track we played was the Tommy L. Sanazaki remix, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. If you were into that... Um, you can listen to more Tommy L. Sanazaki, and I uh, recommend you do. It's uh, TommyLSanazaki.bandcamp.com. And one second while I get the spelling. It's T-H-A-U-M-I-E-L-S-O-N-O-Z-A-K-I.bandcamp.com. And then also if you go to Facebook.com slash throw Tommy L. Sanazaki in there, I'm not going to spell it again because you don't need it. Um, he's also on, it's also on Facebook. Uh, what if you was can't spell that, we're going to throw all the links when we uh, you can edit the, in the bottom below the YouTube video you're watching now or the EMG stream, you'll be able just to click on that. Yes, I will have the links there, and then when this goes up on the emgradio.com site, I will also have the links there. Well, who, who was the second track we played? We had Autonomy. Autonomy, that's A-U-T, um, Autonomy, A-U-T... Hold on, I better double check this. A-U-T-O-N-A-M-I. Dot bank. His music. And then also Facebook and such. Facebook, SoundCloud. And then the third one was Glass, which is glass.bandcamp.com. That's spelled as you would expect. That's a sweet name to get. Yes, yes it is. You can get that short little word in there. That's money. I'm, I'm very jealous of Glass's name. I'm very jealous of Glass's skill. 
and autonomy skill and all these guys. Do all these guys like it's like you were talking about. It really is. You were talking about after you got the remixes that you felt like you had to up your game, and that's really like when I, I hear was these like, guys, shit, this makes the album. I don't want to say the album's bad, but I heard the, it's because I didn't make it. I heard the remixes, and I'm like, man, maybe it's because I heard my tracks a million times in pre-production. I'm like, this is new to me. This is cool. This stuff sounds really, really great. Maybe I should just go back and just try to revisit some of the stuff and just see how it compares. We're a lot harsh, a lot, a lot harsher to judge our own music. I think generally, but that aside, like these guys really do have skill. Like constantly when they post new tracks, I feel like the same way. Like I need to up my game in order to like not compete, but just compare on the same level that they are. And then we have the infamous Control Alt Destroy. Yes, and I do not have a Bandcamp right now, actually. Just because I haven't uh, control, it's I never know how to discuss control destroy. I'll talk about it in the third person, because control destroy hasn't released any albums yet. I have a lot of different projects on or working. I'm working on that takes time. So, but you can go to SoundCloud.com/slash control destroy. It's C T R L underscore A L T underscore D S T R Y, and then if you go to Facebook.com/slash See, uh, control alt destroy spelled the same way, but with periods instead of underscores. Uh, that's where you can find out, you know, mainly the tracks I've remixed. Done lots of remixes. What else was I gonna say? I'm not sure. Me? Uh, what? You can't read my mind? Not yet. Not yet. If I was part of the hive, if I was part of the hive mind, the cyber. If you, if I was part of the cyber controller hive mind, you'd be able to know what I was thinking. Master controller. Yes, there you go. There you go. They're like small sentinels from X Men. What is the next track? Let's go ahead and play that. Okay, I kind of actually I want to do two tracks. We have one final super producer track. It is from Onslaught Six. The super producer.
Slot 6, the super producer. Another one of the vocal uh, vocal tracks. Correct. Which is super impressive to me. But I'm not a vocal guy, so anything with vocals that sound decent impresses me. The cool part was when he mailed the track over, he actually include, he included liner notes of what the lyrics were, and I was actually reading them, and it's very different when you read it compared to hearing it, and I was very impressed. I think so. As of right now, those are the five super producer tracks. There is no announced winner. I will be announcing a winner this Friday. I'll be hitting it out on Twitter, Facebook, and of course on the uh, spacedishjockey.com homepage. Which means I will also be retweeting and sharing that on all the stuff like I usually do. The show tonight so far is. I think there's a lot of promise to the how we're doing it. Obviously, it's going to be a little rough. The levels are a problem. I have like seven different balancing things. I'm trying to get all equaled out. But it's promising, and I'm excited for like more shows like this. <laughs> as badly as we're doing it, keeping a good conversation going, I'm excited for live shows where we can get more people together, much like that episode where, that you were on where we had a bunch of people talk, having a conversation. That was, that was a good conversation. I'm really excited for using Google Hangout on a show like that. I think it would go really well. Yeah, right now I have levels in Ableton. I'm trying not to peek. That's going through my audio car, and I'm trying not to peek. Then it's going into Google Hangout, which is peaking when, like, shit's quiet. I don't know what's going on there, but it'll work in the long run, hopefully. Do you have any other news, or is there any other, like, behind... No real news stuff? just yet. Keep the, uh, keep the ear open for verses. I'm gonna do a, uh, not a media blitz, but I'm gonna slowly, uh, start leaking stuff out when the time's ready just to get people hyped. I think starting this Friday, I might start releasing uh, a piece of art every week just so people see what's going on. Releasing a track well, just here and there that's only available for a few days. I might try doing a stream again. If you want to do a stream again, we can do that. I might try doing it also just to, just to get my feet wet feeling how this Hangout works because I think there's a lot of promise with it. Yeah, I agree. And I wouldn't mind trying again. Like, it's, like I said, the shows are going to be awkward. And actually, this is the first time that me and you have actually, like, tried to co-host a show together. So we got to build our rapport. And it's a new technology, and we're just doing it like we've done it before, and it's, you know, it's, it's cool. Pioneers. Yes. Like Lewis and Clark. Yes. Not, not the new adventures of Superman, but the Lewis and Clark that followed Indians across America. I wanted to be Dean Cain. Oh, okay, good. Because I wanted to be the chick. Yeah, you could be her. I forget what her name is. Hey, sorry, one second. Let me get outside consultation on this. Do you... Melody. Huh? The New Adventures of Lois and Clark. Lo Lois and Clark? Yeah. There's Dean Kane and what's the chick? Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher, I think. Oh, uh, okay. All right. You're going to be an evil mechanical Terry Hatcher. Phone a friend. <laughs> exactly. I like your robots, by the way. 
Yeah, I forgot I had them. I wanted to do something. I wasn't really comfortable being on camera, but I figured Google Hangout had video, so I would just, you know, throw something together and, you know. They were a gift from my brother. They're actually stacking Russian doll robots, so Are you serious? That's, cool. that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I forgot they actually stacked. I had the one and I was shaking it. I'm like, there's something in here and I opened it and I'm like, there's a robot. And then I shook that, and I'm like, there's another robot. I wonder how many like, how many there are. It's fantastic. Did you also... Oh, wait, real quick. That last song, Onslaught 6, you can find more Onslaught 6 at onslaught6.bandcamp.com. There's my pimpage. i got to give everybody their due. Speaking of Onslaught 6, we do have a track not related to the super producer. If you would like to hear that, I actually I haven't heard it yet. I, I have not either, and I would like to hear that. This I feel bad. I feel like I should have heard it. I feel like I should have at least listened to it before I played it, but I know it's for sale currently. We're, we're in a few days. I don't want to start clicking around the computer because something might break, but the information's I, out there as to when it's released or to be I released. Think, yeah, go to Onslaught. I actually, I think you might even have a, a website at Onslaught6.com, or if you go to the Bandcamp page, I think it's available for pre-order. I don't think it's out just yet, but it's called First Blood. About two weeks ago, I got my uh, Onslaught 6 package. I bought two CDs from him. Um, it took some time, but I got it. There was a pack of Juicy Fruit in there. And uh, one of the CDs was the, uh, I think it was the Dolphin Remix uh, single. It was just cool to see your name on something. I, was, I, I, I have one of the tracks on there. There's like 13 different tracks. I think there's like nine or ten. There's, there's several remixes done by people on EMG. It's really hot. You should check that out also. Yeah, I'm on there. You seen my you gotta see my name on physical on print on physical C D? It got me it, it got it got me hyped seeing everybody's I've never seen it on print before and I saw this and I'm like, this is everybody's name on print. It physically exists. That's so exciting. I didn't want to play anything else at first. But this track is called Tears in the Rain. He's going for an 80s and 90s film-type theme. And on Verses, I actually do have a song that samples uh, this actual quote from Blade Runner. So I'm actually going to play it, because I think that's really cool how certain people tend to think like See Attack ships on fire. Show your life. I watched sea beams glittering down ten hours a game. All those moments will be lost in time. Like.
Rough blood soothes the broken head This water soothes the mind Somewhere here I'll find myself And leave the now behind Cityscape breeds unnatural auras Scanning those who come and go Haunted by this paranoia The cause of which I do not know That's an epic, man. That's an epic yeah, track. You want to rethink uh, some stuff. That is like that may that that's so far my favorite onslaught six song. To be honest, that shit's like a power ballad. It it is exactly yeah, dude. It totally is a power ballad. That's pretty cool, man. Two thumbs up. The dude impresses me, and he's one of those like he was good when he joined the group, but he's one of those guys like his music does just improve. It gets better and better. I think there is much more professional vocal work on that entire song. And again, that is Onslaught 6. That'll be on his upcoming album, First Blood. It's like I heard the new Nine Inch Nails, and I'm like, ah, it's good. It's Nine Inch Nails. It's not the best. But I heard this, and I'm like, oh, shit. This is actually, this is, it just gets better and better. 
I guess that's going to bring us towards the end of the show, which has a pretty good song to, like, wrap it up with. It's got the epic theme now. I'm a big fan of that. Do you have anything you want to mention before we get out of here? I just want to say everybody should keep making music. It's awesome. People make good stuff. Keep making good stuff. You want to make bad stuff? Make bad stuff, too. But just just keep making anything. It's, It's just... It's the way the universe works. It's good. I want to thank everyone who's listened to this, particularly our one viewer right now. I'm sure it's Jesse. I want to thank Jesse for listening to us. <laughs> well done, sir. We will definitely have to do this again, and the, as it'll be a lot smoother next time, I think. It's always... Personally, for me, I've noticed like the beginning of the show, especially a live show for me, it's always rough. It takes me a while to get into ramble mode, you know? I might buy some software. I like this Hangout, but using all these cables to get around feedback and stuff. Yeah, that's rough. It's kind of rough, and I'd like to actually maybe invest in something that'll allow me to better balance everything coming through audio-wise. Once again, man... uh, you can find out more information about Space Disc Jockey upcoming album on spacedishjockey.com. I had a pleasure listening to the remixes. I had a pleasure working on the remixes and listening to the remixes. I feel a lot like you do, dude. Like, oh shit, I gotta up my game. You know what I mean? Totally agree. And I don't. I do not envy your position of having to choose one and call it the winner. It's like that Jay-Z album where Eminem was a guest on one track and totally tore the entire album apart. That's that's like the vibe I got. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man, I got outclassed on my own album. I think it was the no. blueprint. I'm not sure, but it's just kind of how I'm like, damn, this is going to be this is gonna be an, an adventure. I've always enjoyed... I've enjoyed all your other albums, and it's... And like you said... Those other ones, you kind of, not rushed, but you felt like you set a date, so you felt more pressure to wrap it up. And this one you said you wanted to take your time with and do it right. I have a date in my head, but it's longer than the other albums, so I'm just kind of like, going to see what happens. It's going to get done, but it'll be announced. It'll be announced. I figured the best way to do it is a slow media rollout of, you know, remixes, art, things of that nature. So all, all is well. All right, and with that, I'll go ahead and I'll just leave with leave you guys with next episode will be part two of the interview episode with Daniel of Tommy Alsanazaki, Invoke the Wake, and more projects than I have vowels to pronounce. I kind of debated splitting his episode up between, but I think the last time we did a two-part interview episode was with Onslaught 6, and I think there was a regular episode in between. So I was like, well, this is like that. It could be like and The Empire then, Strikes Back, where episode two is much better. Exactly, there you go. And I'll definitely have you on again, man. I'm excited for where these live shows would go. And also, everybody will get more comfortable doing the live shows as they go. And then we'll work out technical difficulties. I'm definitely going to get an air conditioner for the next episode. Oh, yeah, dude. I am, I am drenched. I don't know how the sound is coming on, on my end, how my mic is, but I'm using a different mic. It's a shotgun mic instead of the condenser mic I was using. So I don't you sound very clear on my end. Really? Good. I don't think I have to worry so much about background noise as I used to, but I'm glad this thing's been working out pretty well. But with that, I guess we will end the show and call it a night, man. I want to 
thank you, Space Dish Jockey, for playing the remixes for us, man, and coming on the show, and also, like, taking care of the technical side of the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for helping me out with this. I don't think I would have uh, done this if uh, we didn't have that little marathon session last night of just technical nightmares. Yeah. You know, That's a good name for an album, Technical Nightmares. I like that. That explains a lot of albums, too. A lot of the process of working on albums. Thank you again, and for everybody else, I guess the usual sign-off, um, go make some fucking music. Thank you for listening to EMG Radio. EMG Radio is an electronic media collective production for the Electronic Musicians Group. It is a license under Creative Commons Attribution, not commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 on party license. All music contained within the EMG Radio podcast is property of the respective owners, subject to the respective copyrights and their licensing, and used here with permission. For more EMG Radio, visit EMGRadio.com and check out more Electronic Musicians Group. Go to Facebook.com slash Electronic Musicians Group or hit us up on Twitter at Twitter.com slash EMG Artists. With all the problems of, we did a little test last night, and with all the problems of setting up different software, audio routers, I kind of went like old school Matrix style, and I was like, forget it, I uninstalled everything, and I seriously have like cables patched into like all kinds of different things, and that's how I got it to work. Yeah, I let, uh, I let, I let Space Disc Jockey take care of that aspect of it this time. We had some trouble last night. We um, had some trouble, I should say. I've had many troubles doing these fucking shows. <laughs>